Doing it all never looks so easy That ginger-haired classic's a girl on the go From the heart of Astoria's Queens She's the one you really got to know Home cooking, the hostess, the cat's meow Can lift your spirits when you're blue With songs and music gossip from the local spots And style tips just for you Look out, here's Candy, Candy, Candy This queen's got politics and fashion recipes and tabloid trash So honey, get up in the know Just hold on tight, look out below It's the Candy Show everybody, my name's Candy Samples. I'm Queen of the Bears, and today I have a very special guest. I have one of my bear brothers from Easton Mountain here, John Hernandez. Howdy, everybody. Hey, hey, John, how are you? I'm doing good. I hope I don't offend the gentle listeners with my strong New York accent. I don't think you will. I think <laughs> I think our accents complement each other. I do, too. <laughs> well, I, so welcome to Candyland Studios. You've been here many a time, but you you were just saying you have never done a podcast. Never. Well, it's fun. And we're going to talk about fun things because you're a fun guy. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we met at Easton Mountain. We did. For Spring Awakening. Mm -hmm. But before I went to Easton Mountain, well, for Spring Awakening, I had read an article that you wrote in Bear World Magazine about your experience at January's Bear Your Soul. Yep. And it was a changing moment for you. It was. It was. It was. uh, I had one up to Easton Mountain because I had met and talked to Jay Freeman, who was one of the founding members of the program up there, husband to Freddie Freeman. And he had been telling me about Bear Your Soul and Easton Mountain. And I was a little reticent to go up there because, you know, I'm a New Yorker. I'm, I'm... you know, skeptical of everything. Uh, amen. <laughs> amen. We, we are, folks. We're we like... have to be. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it took him a good six months, but I finally bit the bullet, and I went up there, and I was very nervous. And during opening circle, they were telling us about the workshops and what it would entail. And I had went up there to kind of find a brotherhood and, and reach out and make more friends in the bear community because I wasn't really finding what I needed down here in New York City, and I wanted to learn how to, you know, fix my body image problems, and there were workshops for that for certain, but um, when I heard about Loving Our Bare Bodies, which is the cornerstone workshop of the program, I kind of freaked out because uh, it requires you to be nude, sober, in a room full of men, and that's not something I was ever really good at, so, (laughs) you know, you know, Put a few cocktails in me and sure, but to be sober and really vulnerable like that scared the hell out of me. So uh, I remember having a sleepless night and I wanted to go home the next day because I really wasn't comfortable putting myself in that situation. But I met a young man up there um, named uh, Manny Ramsey and uh, he's now part of the Easton Mountain Leadership Academy and he's really grown in his role. Uh-huh. And he's from Rockaway, Queens and he was really pushing me. Such a young kid in his early 20s saying, you know what, you came all the way up here, why don't you do it? So I took his advice and I took the plunge and the workshop, I'm sure you guys have talked about it before on the Candy Show, but it's um, it's transformative. Uh, you pretty much, not to give too much away about it, you go through 
slowly being undressed by, uh, you know, your brothers that are in the workshop with you and, and layers come off and um, eventually you're standing fully naked and you do a little bit of erotic touch and honoring of each other's bodies and um, then there's a portion of the workshop where you learn to ask and receive and it ends with something called the angel walk where you kind of walk down the soul train line of all your brothers and they welcome you to the tribe. And it was just something I was so afraid to do and getting to the other side of that, it was so transformative because I didn't feel self-conscious or ugly and um, I just felt loved and supported. And it was a light bulb moment for me. Uh, getting through that and diving in really opened my heart to the experience and it took off from there. So that was definitely the thing that kind of broke down my walls. And, you know, I also met uh, Reverend Yolanda and Reverend Glenn Ganaway up there. They were facilitators, not in that workshop per se, but in more of the spiritual aspects of the program. And because Loving Our Bare Bodies had stripped down those walls, I was open to hear what they had to say. And that opened a new world for me, too, because I've always been kind of a, a spiritual person, but never really knew how to reconcile, you know, kind of a gay lifestyle with being spiritual. And these are two gay reverends that are spiritual, very spiritual. And um, you so learn that, you can be, too. Absolutely. So I study with them every week and we study out of uh, A Course in Miracles and um I was just so moved by the whole experience. They had asked me to write just a little blurb on uh, how I felt about Bear Your Soul, and it turned into like a, a seven-page confessional. And uh, when they reviewed it, you know, Freddie Freeman and David Goodman, the editor of Bear World Magazine, were so moved by it that they had to publish it as a, an editorial piece. And I'm pleased to say it's one of the most successful articles that have ever been on the website. And... Um, I just got back from Barrier Soul Summer Camp. And yes. Yeah. It just happened I, last week. Just last week. And I was really pleased to meet a whole new tribe of brothers because the, the winter sect brings in one group of people and the summer sect brings in another. And people had flown in from as far away as Scotland because of the article. So that was the biggest gift to me. Like right. the fact that my story had touched them so much that someone would board a plane from Scotland to go up to Little Easton Mountain mm -hmm. in Greenwich, New York. Um, it was it was beautiful and, and quite a gift. So I'm happy to see that Barrier Soul is still successful and changing yeah. lives. Well, like it, that. It, it, it totally is. And folks, and I've talked about this. I haven't talked too much about um, loving our bare bodies because I actually have not done the workshop. <gasps> Candy, I have not done the workshop. I am not ready to do that yet. I probably will do it soon. Okay. Um, but <laughs> I have been, uh, folks, I'm a little shy. Uh, and you just said it. I'm like, ah, naked and not, <laughs> and, and sober. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. But uh, no, I, many of my friends have done the workshop and I'm, I'm good pals with Freddie Freeman and uh, everyone has been wonderful <laughs> with my um, resistance. <laughs> so I think everyone understands yeah. uh, what it's like. So in my time, I will do that. Good. Uh, but I love Bear Your Soul. I went last summer. Yes. And, uh, I had heard you were the, the brunch performer. I was the brunch show, yeah. Yeah. So it was fun, and I went and participated in the, in the, in the week's activities, and Jesse Sklar came up and met us for some of it, and, uh, and we just we had a great time. We had a Bear Palooza concert out on the deck. 
on Saturday and invited people in from, you know, neighboring towns to come and check that out. And then I did the brunch, the closing brunch the show. closing brunch. You were definitely missed, Candy. Everyone well, was talking oh, about you. So. I, love the, I love those folks. It's a really good time, and everyone's so sweet. Yeah. And I've made some wonderful friends doing it. And then I met you at Spring Awakening. Yes. Uh, at, at Easton Mountain, and which it was a... It, it had some bear your soul folks, but it it was a it was a different kind of event, but it was very bear centric. Absolutely, because it was kind of geared towards the bear your soul alumni. So there were a bunch of us there, and uh, I remember the the first time we met was at what the soul gazing workshop. Yes, where we had to ignore each other, yeah. <laughs> and be bitchy queens to each other, <laughs> and, and then we were like, oh my god, did I hurt you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were all like guilt riddled and stuff. So we kind of stepped outside the lines of the. <laughs> The workshop. We we, um, we became fast friends after that. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it was it was amazing. In fact, um, I'll be helping Scott Harris facilitate that same workshop again in, with New York Living Soulfully, which meets mm-hmm. um, the second no the first Sunday of every month at the New York Gay and Lesbian Center, and um, Scott will be facilitating that in September. And I'm pleased to say that he's asked me to be. Um, a coordinator for New York, so I'll be doing that at the Gay and Lesbian Center. I think that is wonderful. Thank and you were you. the best partner, and <laughs> we, we had a great time. It, Easton Mountain is a, is a fun place, and uh, you get to go and you get to do some work. Yes. And have a good time and meet, and, and meet people that are I, I, a lot of different kinds of people, and yes. people I wouldn't necessarily know right. any other way. And we get to have this time, and and I, you know, I found, you know, is uh, coming into my bear identity, which uh, we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, you know, I that because uh, John wrote an article in Bear World magazine uh, and it interviewed me yes. for Bear World, and I talk about I got a late start into the bear community, and I wasn't feeling, uh, you know, I got my start in in, in New Orleans. Right. That was my taste of the bears. Right. Uh, New York was New York's a tough city to live in, regardless of what sub community you fall into. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> I just did not find it here. In a sense, I have found uh, what I would say. I'm in mean, Queen of the Bears. I have found you know love and acceptance, um, and friends, friendship uh, in in the community here. Right. In New York, but where did I find it first? My first place, your first place was um, Easton. Yeah, yeah. Really, I mean, that's you is your first connection. My first connection was New Orleans. Beautiful. And I'm going to be there. Oh, I'm, I'm so jealous. I'm so excited. We're going to talk more about that in a minute. I want to talk about briefly um, your experience this this year, coming from Bear Your Soul in January, where you had this experience, this article that you wrote that they published as an editorial. How did it change coming back, coming with a different consciousness to Easton Mountain? Um, I, I've been up there a few times since Bear Your Soul for different events and whatnot, but coming back to Bear Your Soul specifically was, it was enriching in a way because I was still nervous naturally whenever you're exposed to a new group of people, but at the same time I felt more in a mentorship role this time because... I remember what it was to go up for the first time and how scary and disorienting it can be. Mm-hmm. And so I was meeting all these men from different walks of life, different age groups, different relation statuses. Um, and 
it was a gift to be able to kind of guide them through it and be the support that like Manny and Freddie were for me during my first time. So um, I got more out of giving this time. I felt like I received so much back in January that it was a blessing to be able to kind of pay it forward and help a new crop of Bear Brothers into the tribe for um, the summer version. So it was it was great. How Very exciting. Yeah. It's great. Folks, go to Eastern, Easton, E-S-E-A-S-T-O-N, mountain.org, and find out more about the, everything that they do there. I know Reverend Yolanda is doing something around Halloween. Oh, yes. Reverend Yolanda is doing the Faces of Our Ancestors retreat. It's a, it's a Halloween-based retreat. There's going to be, from what I understand, uh, um, a traditional Samhain ritual, and there's going to be mask-making workshops, and... Uh, they're going to really explore the history of uh, the legends of Halloween and also how we relate to the universe by way of our ancestors and how spirit is always with you and around you. So um, I'm hoping I can attend that. I might be out of the country for work, but if if I'm not, that's where I'm going to be. So I think it's awesome. Yeah. I am so excited. I can't make that workshop this year um, because I have a big, I have a big, uh, right around that time, I am having a milestone birthday. Oh. And so I haven't decided what I'm going to do, but I will say that I'm going to ask every candy show listener to, uh, there's, there's something I want for my birthday and I'm going to ask everybody to participate in that. So, um, you, Coming closer to October, you'll hear. Details to follow. De- you yeah. tease. Well, I, have to, I just have to let you know something's coming out there, and uh, there's something I'm going to ask of all of you. So, uh, well, so And it's going to be something that you can do. Well, you can easily. count on me. I'm going to say so, yes without even knowing. It's, 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 we'll talk later. <laughs> See, uh, John is great. We're, we're visiting and hanging out and catching up because, I mean, you've been all over the place. Yeah. You're a man of New York. And that means you're all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a woman of the city. I'm all over the place. And we have, I mean, we, we did the Candy Rappers AIDS Walk team. Yes, we did. And that was a great experience. And uh, David Goodman from Bear World Magazine came. Yep. And they've always been wonderful supporters to us. And we just had a great experience doing this walk. We did. And uh, I'm getting ready to do the Breaking AIDS ride. I heard. How's that going? I am fundraising. So folks, donate. <laughs> donate. You can go to samplemycandy.com. And click on the picture of me passing out uh, refreshments Excellent. from last year's uh, event. And please donate. I'm, I'm, I have a lofty goal of $3,500 that I'm trying to raise. And I think it'll happen. I think you'll do it, too. Absolutely. I'm also doing a fundraiser in New Orleans. I'm doing Sunday services. Yes. So very excited about that. We were talking briefly about the dress. Yes. The dress, y'all. It is the Saturday before decadence. Uh, when, no, the Saturday before uh, before Sunday, sir. It's the Saturday before Decadence weekend. Um, I, this is the 10th anniversary of Katrina. Oh. And I think it's neat that we're podcasting about this and we're going to talk about Decadence. It's 10 years. And, yeah. and you know, I, I have been going since before Katrina. Yeah. And, and I will keep going. I love New Orleans. They've been so good to me. And that's why I go every year and I do this show, which the dress is still being sewn. The dress. The dress. (laughs) I am so excited. Rebecca Seeley has created a masterpiece. and As she always does. And it is taking a long time. So Sister Girl is working right now. uh, And she was a little nervous last night. We had a little conversation. And I was like, 
let's go shop for some trim. Yeah. So you know we we we've we've added even more to it. Uh, uh, I love that when that's the problem. Yeah. Right. I think I want to add more. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> but it's gorgeous. It's very elegant. I think it makes for my seventh Sunday services. Wow. Amazing. Bene- benefit show every year. Free show. Um, we pass the collection for Food for Friends, part of New Orleans AIDS Task Force. And uh, Crescent Care, their new venture, which is an all-inclusive health uh, clinic for um, people of New Orleans. So you can go. It's kind of like a Callan Lord model. Amazing. Um, well, what's the venue this year? This year, the venue is One-Eyed Jacks. Mm. I'm playing one of the clubs right in the quarter. Hey, so girl. <laughs> not far from the Ani Royal, and it's on Toulouse. So you're going to come out there at 11 a.m. on Sunday, September 6th. Doors open at 11 a.m., and I'll go on shortly after. I, I don't keep y'all waiting. <laughs> Listen, if I have to get up, I'm going to give you a show. Yes, we're not on drag time, darling. Mm-mm. Not this time. Speaking <laughs> of, I did a benefit on Monday <laughs> for the Hetrick Martin Institute. Right. And this is the uh, Hetrick Martin Institute uh, runs the Harvey Milk School. Wow. And they do all this stuff for LGBT youth. Um, educational and social services. And they were awesome. I was the first one at the event. I beat the band there. Wow. (laughs) I showed up to Rockwood Music Hall and they were like, are you with the show? And it was like, yeah. And I said, just let it be known. The drag queen is the first one here. Seriously. So when does that happen? Yeah. (laughs) But it was a great event. I'm going to get some video clips of it uh, from this wonderful fella that did some great video. And he got a great... Recording of Man Behind the Curtain. Oh, I love that song. And I did it with the full band and oh. this rock band. And they were they were like, "Do you mind if we do it loud?" And so as the song got, you know, when the band kicks in and stuff on the in the song, I was like, "Sure, let's do it." Oof. So we did like a rockin' version of Man Behind the Curtain. I can't wait to sing it for you, or to to play it, put it on YouTube. Uh, I can't wait to sing it in New Orleans. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> where I'm all over the place. I want to be there now. I know you do. Aww. I want a purple voodoo <laughs> in my hand, sipping on that purple slushy drink made of grain alcohol. Oh. Sounds like heaven right now. It is. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it has been a stressful summer. It has. And it, this year has, I have found, there have been a lot of things that have happened that have just maybe weren't expected or... Or things that I thought, this could bring me down. Mm. And it hasn't. And I think a lot of other people are going through that same thing. I've got, I I had a, um, my frenemy, Smokey Eyes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, It's actually uh, my friend Drew and Billy, uh, their dog passed away. Uh, And I talked about Tanqueray on... Uh, the candy show a lot, and people thought that I had a rivalry with another drag queen. Oh God! <laughs> and I was like, no, it's it's my friend's dog, and poor Tanqueray uh, passed away. And oh. uh, like you know, my friends are crushed. Sure, my friends are crushed. People have had uh, things happen to family members in and their lives. A uh, drag queen friend of mine just passed away. Sassy Sultan Boca. They, I, I know people have been seeing on Facebook. I've I've been posting about that and. I couldn't go to the memorial service, and I was really bummed out um, because I had uh, injured my foot. Oh. It's just these things. These things happen, and you go, what is going on in life? But then you just have to say, you know what, Candy? Let's just, let's just keep moving. Keep it moving. Yeah. So, That's all you can do. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like good things are coming. And I think, like, looking at 
this day being the 10th anniversary of Katrina and thinking there was a time I remember in 2005 going, what is going to happen to New Orleans, a city that has been so good to everyone else, given us a place to go and party and have a good time. And, you know, will they get it back? And I and they haven't gotten all of it back, but they've no, gotten a lot. A lot of it. I, I I was down there not for decadence a few years ago, and it, it was heartbreaking to see the damage from Katrina. But at the same time, the the resiliency of the city okay. can be compared to New York after nine eleven. I mean, yeah. you know, to nine eleven and Sandy, we're still not. Yeah, we're, we're not still not back to where we were, n- no. and probably never will be. And and I guess you know, but it's different. It's not, it bad. is a different time. Different. Exactly. And I, th- I think living in New York during the times of, of nine 11, the blackout and Sandy yeah. is we've learned that, okay, things change and we have to adjust yep. with them and we have to, we have to be strong. Yeah. I'm learning how to be strong. <laughs> I tell you, I'm ready to do Sunday services in New Orleans because I think there are a lot of people I want to see. Yeah. There are a lot of people that I, you know, I want to impart that message that like, let's be strong. Yes. Let's be strong and let's celebrate for a moment. Let's say, okay, we've got all of this stuff happening, but let's celebrate. Yeah. One of the things I got to do and celebrate um, recently, my great aunt passed away uh, a couple years ago, Aunt Mary, and, and we were taking care of her, or we being my mother, uh, back in Georgia. Uh, at the end, she was seeing about her towards the end, and uh, and she had lived with my mother. And she passed away, and she was 95, and she was real cool and very independent. And uh, she wanted to be cremated, and she wanted her ashes scattered in Colorado Springs. Oh, at the top of Pikes Peak. Whoa. So we did it. <laughs> it took two years, but we did it. You and Mama? And Mama. Oh. And yeah, and, so, and a cousin, and we went and did it. Beautiful. And it was great. And we went up there and had a nice little getaway. And it was so good to see my mom, like, at a destination yeah. place. And, you know, we went out to eat, and we just, you know... Stayed in the hotel room and we got two beds, you know, in the same room and like watched cable and, and, uh, you know, what we do. And uh, (laughs) I was like, what's on HGTV, mom? Mm. And uh, we had just had a great time and we honored Aunt Mary. And I mean, and we did. uh, Listen, to get Mary samples up on that mountain. I was just about to say. It was was a feat. (laughs) And we did it. It was great. It was a wonderful time. Um, Mm. And it was very meaningful. So in this year that has been crazy... There have been some meaningful experiences. Yeah. And uh, you've had them at Easton. Yes. EastonMountain.org. Look up the events at this place. You're going to love it. Yeah. There's just, there's so much. Right now, I believe they're doing Arts in the Woods, which is um, a program where they bring at-risk LGBT youth up to Easton for a week for free to kind of... Um, get out of the city. Get out get, of the city. L- learn another aspect of life. Absolutely. And uh, Manny, who I had wrote about in my article, is up there mm-hmm. as a facilitator this week. Uh, he's grown so much. I'm so proud to see it. I mean, um, and these kids come from really tough backgrounds, and it's it's a beautiful thing that that Easton does for them. And um, you know, it's 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 one of Freddie Freeman's. Uh, Favorite programs outside of Barrier Soul, of course. And I know Will Fisher is very involved, too, with I that. I love Will. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the first people I met when I came to Easton to uh, to actually uh, to stay with Freddie and Jay for a weekend. And I, and I met Will, and, I, and he was just so nice. Yeah. 
really we, we uh you know during bury your soul we went up to will's cabin for a couple of cocktails at uh at night but he's got a beautiful space up there and he was just so welcoming and great and because he has a new title there he yes. is what is uh, he's i believe like the executive director see there. the executive I mean, or the I, executive or manager he's one of the He's the boss. He's basically. the boss. Yeah. <laughs> and he's doing a great job. Um, you know, uh, David Goodman's the director of operations. Freddie is the director of marketing now. So they've really kind of taken Easton in a new direction. Mm-hmm. John Stasio is still involved and up there. He was up at Barrier Soul as well. And he's right. a lovely man and his vision. And right. He's like the president. Yeah. He founded, the, founded it. it and, yeah. you know, and, you know, I, I, you know, the history of Easton Mountain. Mm-hmm. Originally, it opened as a, a, like a safe haven for uh, men struggling during the AIDS crisis. Mm-hmm. And it's evolved over the years to kind of fit the needs of the evolving gay community. And... Um, it's just such a wonderful place. I mean, even another big thing at Barrier Soul, um, we have trans men in attendance now. Yes. And um, the first trans man came up in um, January, and there was a bit of concern because they, they split the, the workshops between cis-identified men and all men, just because since the men come from all different backgrounds and different exposures, they... They wanted to be sensitive to everybody's needs, and the same thing happened this time, but I'm really happy to say that um, going forward, it's just accepted that they're going to be all men right. at Barrier Soul. No I, more separation. Yeah, I have found in my, my experience becoming more involved in the bear community and becoming queen of the bears is there are all types in our community, yes. and I have met many trans men yeah. on my journey in the bear community. Yes. So I expect, I expect it. Yeah. And guess what? There's a queen too. That's right. And you know what I have found is my trans men brothers, uh, the trans bears that I have met have been so quick to just welcome me right in. Absolutely. And you know, as we talked a little bit in uh, in the interview in Bear World Magazine, which y'all got to read this, you y'all. You have to. Uh, you oh. got to read this. It's a great, you, you ask great questions. I didn't feel uncomfortable telling you anything. And, um, and we talked a lot about, you know. I talk Personal about stuff. stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, I am the Oprah of the bear world, I guess. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm the dinosaur. There you go. Um, <laughs> it was a pleasure to finally, you know, get to know Candy Samples because Bear World Magazine has had a long relationship with you. But it's been more kind of like snapshots of like what Candy's doing and what fundraisers you're participating in so it was great to get to know you our you know our queen your our ally because you know you help um spread the acceptance of bears across different communities you know you're involved in the drag world and uh we appreciate that because bears still very much feel marginalized you know so. i know i think one of my missions and I, we didn't talk about it too in depth because i didn't want to get too in depth but i really want to say to my bear brothers like Spread out, yeah. You know, because there are things you could, there are things that you were unique to that your other bear brothers aren't, right? And so you have to go and do that too, and you have to foster that part of yourself yes. as well. And that's hard, but yes. it's doable. And you are the only one to do it, right? So that is my call to you, <laughs> uh, in a nutshell. And that's what I love about decadence. That's how I think I got in with the bear set because decadence isn't. 
a bear party. Right. It's an all-inclusive. There's t- twinks standing next to the bears having a cocktail. It's the only place where we kind of, we intermingle. I love that. That's that's good to hear because I know I was a bit concerned. I was like, oh, will bears be welcome down there? God, yes. There, there was, okay, my first decadence, I hung out at Lafitte's in Exile mm-hmm. and on the balcony and I would stare at this house that was like, it, we called it House of a Thousand Bears. And it was like, it was the muscle bears house, but it was the, it, they were the bears. They were definitely the bears. And then you just looked at the, hanging out at their stoop from the balcony and you watched and they were kind of giving show and they knew. Uh-huh. And then you had the bears that were right outside of Lafitte down on the street and I mean that's when it's all blocked off and you just hang in there on the weekend and I just my phone is blowing up but I, I have to <laughs> I have to get these messages Miss and Candy international lady of mystery I know she's, the phone is blowing up <laughs> folks th- things happen shit happens when we tape this show live um, but it was it was such a great and I talked to bears and I talked about you know what I did in my artistry and those people that I met at Southern Decadence said, why do you talk about it with apology? Mm. And I thought to be a queen and to be a man, you know, that's not, it's, that's just not acceptable. And those were things I had in my mind. And, you know, maybe that was some upbringing and that was, you know, the, the, um, the place, you know, the area I grew up in, you know, as, as, as a young person, um, but, you know, whatever, that stuck with me, and that was kind of stupid. So, well, you know, you change, you, ch- you change your way of thought, and, right. and, it's, and sometimes it takes a while. It does. And it take, enough people say, well, you know, you need to bring candy here to New Orleans. And so my journey has always been through candy. Right. And in the article, I talk about my, my boy self. I talk about the man behind the curtain. The man behind the curtain. And I think I'm getting to this place as an artist and, and as a bear and as queen of the bears. You know, I, 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 don't, I don't ever expect to be king of the bears, but I do feel like there's this place where we're, we're kind of we're wearing two hats. And that's fine. That is fine. And I like it, kind of. There's actually a picture um, of all of us at Bear Your Soul from last summer. That is the picture that they have in a, uh, uh, in a group uh, on the banner, I think. And you, you're, you're in you're in face. I'm in face because I had to show up to do final circle, <laughs> but I was getting ready to do the brunch show, <sighs> so I had to really quick, like you know, do my makeup and then come for circle and then go finish getting ready. Yeah, and, and that, th- that really shows it in quite literally a snapshot. Like everybody's welcome, so. and that's and that's what we do. And there was I felt such a strong connection with everybody and. That was wonderful. And um, and so decadence got me that, got me to that place, uh, or got me started. And uh, and then when I got back to New York, I got a little more immersed in the scene. And I must say, like, um, fellas like Chauncey Dandridge have been wonderful, uh, and Eric and everybody at Rock Bar. Um, that a place, you know, where I had my first bear experiences, I, it wasn't, I wasn't too... Excited about well, you know your A list status at Rock Bar, darling. I already know that. I have you know I have a good time there, and I, but I feel like I can go there when I'm doing a show or I'm doing a benefit and have a good time, and I can go there when you know when the wig is off and I just want to go and have a beer. Yeah, and they can, and and I can just go and be a wallflower if I'd like, right? Or if I want to go and you know be the belle of the ball, that's welcome too. Yes, and I find that the staff. And the guys that go there 
are very cognizant of that, and they're really they're really good about you know. Uh, I, I'm just I'm treated very well, and I'm treated like family. Yeah, and, uh, I mean it's an that's what we all want. Yeah, that's, that's what really we want. that's what we're that's what we're craving. I am checking a text. <laughs> this is something that normally I'm like I don't check these things <laughs> during the. No, but Rock Bar is great. It's been an institution. It's seen so many incarnations. Just in my time as being uh, an out and about gay bear of New York City. I mean, I remember when it was the dugout. Were yeah. you here for that? That's my first experiences. Uh, and so it just, it just wasn't. And, you know, I wasn't in the right mindset. Mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I, if you walk into any situation with fear, right. it's going to be tough. It is. So I went in with the wrong yeah, I you know it, 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 that episode of Sex and the City, and <laughs> you know we all want to be Cinderella and we want to be rescued. Yeah, and I think I was looking for someone to come and and literally fix me. Yeah, and then I learned. Well, do I need to be fixed? I need to fix my thought. Right. I need to fix how I'm presenting myself. Uh, in a way, and heal your perceptions. Yes, in, a way. in my yeah. Yeah. And, and and fix those things uh, that have been bruised. But, you know, and, that's and love, it. it's all about love. You've got to love yourself. Absolutely. You've got to love yourself. RuPaul's been saying it for years. <laughs> Why aren't you listening, Exactly. <sighs> Ru knows what she's talking about. You know, and it is true. <laughs> and look where she, how far she has gotten yes. when she got to that place because she was not always there. Yes. It's and true. guess what? We all weren't always there. Nope. But we can be, and right. we will be, and we will be. It's it, you know, it's the journey. It's like they always say, it's not, it's not the destination. It's the journey, and it's going to be a lifelong thing because the the bear community continues to evolve and change. And you know, I've had the best of times and the worst of times within it. But you know, um, overall, I'm I'm so grateful for all of the men and relationships that I've fostered over the years. And you know, New York City, you know, bear culture is a bit different when you throw in the fact that we're in New York City, too, because you have all the baggage that comes along with being a New Yorker on top of that. So I say almost every scene in New York is different in New York. Yeah, it is. It's just the flavor of living in the city, which is amazing. It can be challenging, but it's amazing. I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. It is an opportunity like no other. Right. And guess what? It is not for everybody. No. And that is fine. That's right. I have never been one to be like, oh, you can't hack it here. What? No, no I understand. Yeah. No, it's tough. I mean, and I really, hearing from you, I look forward to getting down to decadence at one point, God help me. And uh, you will love it. I, I know I will. I you no will love doubt. it because I love it. And I am, I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's a unique experience. And I, I have made a way. For me, who goes to a bear event and or goes to bear your soul and doesn't do loving our bear bodies, but I still feel like I have gotten a hundred percent of an experience. I have found I get a hundred percent out of decadence for going. And as of late, I used to go to you know I was I was boy crazy. I wanted to go and see what <laughs> it was about. Scared out of my mind and really didn't do much. But but I want that's what I went for. And now. And over, over the years, it's become going and, and, and catching up with old friends. It's a family reunion, meeting new people, doing this show, kind of giving people a message and a story to listen to and think, 
I can be a part of something bigger than myself. Right. And giving something back to the city that's given you so much and given the world so much, really. Right. You have to. I mean, folks, you can go to, um, you can look on my website, samplemycandy.com. Actually, you can look on my Facebook, Candy Candy Samples Drag Superstar, and you can find out more about Decadent Ducks. If you Google Decadent Duck Events, you'll find everything about the group I travel with and uh, where I do my show. Uh, that is a benefit for Food for Friends, New Orleans AIDS Task Force. It's going to be great. It is. Gosh. Oh, well, we've got it, folks. I'm going to cut this podcast short because I need visiting time with John. I am going to say real quick, I know I posted on Facebook a little bit. I hurt my foot. <laughs> and we mentioned that a little earlier. But I hurt my foot. It is healing. I had a little setback. But um, I went and saw... Uh, my doctor, and I got some more prescriptions. And <laughs> life is good, and I'll be off all of them for decadence. Yay. So. She'll be back in heels before you know it, kids. Yeah. <laughs> there were, and, it, and I just want you to know it was boy shoes that caused <laughs> that caused the injury. Everyone thinks I was wearing stilettos. <laughs> that is not me. I am a good Presbyterian. That's right. <laughs> Folks, if you're in the New Orleans area for Southern Decadence, I want you to come out to Sunday services, Sunday, September 6th, at 11 a.m. at One-Eyed Jacks on Toulouse. Okay, John, thank you for being here. Oh, thanks for having me, Candy. What a thrill. Thank you. And folks, check out the writings of John Hernandez at bearworldmagazine.com. Check him out. He is a dear heart. And uh, I am signing off and telling you all to use your powers for good. Doing it all never looked so easy. That ginger-haired classic's a girl on the go. From the heart of a story as queens, she's the one you really got to know. Home cooking, the hostess, the cat's meow, can lift your spirits when you're blue. With songs and music, gossip from the local spots, and style tips just for you. Look out, here's Candy, Candy, Candy. Queen's got politics and fashion recipes and tabloid trash. So, honey, get out, 